You are listening to Let's Go Jojo, the weekly Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go Gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. How are you? And it's me, Brian. He's got his energy back because he hasn't had any technical problems to start this episode <laughs> this week. All right, and all we right. are talking the anime that aired the week of, he scrolls back up, uh, to the 23rd of, no, from the 23rd of January to the 29th of January, 2022, <laughs> with the solitary exception, sort of, of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6, Episode 8 of Stone Ocean, it's Foo Fighters, or that's, FF. F dot F is what I got, that's weird. Fantastic Four. Hmm. Foundation. Hmm. Uh, yes, uh, as we second part of our mystery of which one of these three women is the extra woman who's actually the stand user. The answer yeah. is yes. Yes. <laughs> well, that is just, that is Jolene's. Uh, I have, you know, I, I always love when they appoint. Oh, who is the imposter? Who is the stranger here? This well, we'll do this the old-fashioned way. We'll just beat up all of them and, and sort it out later. Mm-hmm. Which turned out to be the correct answer because, ah, the enemy stand has infested all of them to begin with. So the re- correct answer there, they were all like possessed from trying to kill you, except for Atro. Poor old Atro who got blown up last time. Like some yes. of them presumably were humans, but they've since been murdered and their well, bodies been occupied by water well, stand. I guess. Yeah, I don't, if they, I, I don't know if they were murdered until. I assumed it was just walking himself, around. I, if all of bodies. your body's water turns into a stand, I feel like you die. I, I'm just guessing. Yeah. Uh, they mentioned that they they were looking around in the shed ahead of them, and that's when it got them. Yeah, yeah, that's when they got get. Um, so they but leaking out of them certainly uh, yeah, destroyed the, the bodies afterwards anyway. Yeah. But the, they, but they the, looked pretty bad. The mm-hmm. main one is the one who we suspected due to the fact that they weren't in the lineup at the start. Yeah. And yeah. that one was a body constructed out of the remains of the two prisoners who were killed at the start of the previous episode. The missing mm-hmm. prisoners they'd gone to look for. Amazing what you can do with the spare scraps you got lying around. <laughs> it's and also, it's when, you, when you're a whole load of plankton being given intellect by uh, a bunch of discs that you're now protecting, because that's uh, what all- made you intelligent. Yeah, also, let me let me fucking explain to you, like, human intelligence isn't the be-all, end-all, alright? All right, it's a big fucking universe, and also there are magic stand powers, so don't, don't fucking assume cheeky, you know everything. Cheeky from somebody who doesn't know how to use a cup. Um. <laughs> there are more things between heaven and earth that are dreamt of in all of our philosophies. Um, yeah, it's a very yes. chatty intelligence stand, so Foo Fighters, yes. or FF, as it's subtitled, uh, is its own stand user and stand at the same time? Yes. Yeah, it's a complicated I, one. Uh, is, it, is it that it's been given intelligence by having CDs? So, it's like, the, yeah, by basically downloading the, other people's memories, it now has human speech and that kind of thing. It's a colony of plankton, isn't it? And it's being, yeah. it's learned how to become intelligent by using the discs that it's guarding. Mm. Uh, it has also been given a stand power, which is Foo Fighters, mm. which it then uses to be its body. And its name. As well. And its name. Yes. Might as well yeah. give a name uh, as well. And it, it, it looks like a weird alien yoke, so it's an apt uh, name as well. Mm. I don't know. It's a cool looking stand, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it puts an interesting thought in, in there as well. It's like, 
ah, if this thing can be stand and stand neuter itself, maybe White Snake is as well. But they kind of just blows that whole heart out of the water before the end of the episode. It's like, yeah. Uh... yeah, but it also seems to establish that, like, he maybe maybe it's just like a visual thing, or maybe he's actually wearing his stand over his body, that kind of thing, to disguise himself from stand users who can see a stand, but to regular people, he just looks like a guy because they can't see the stand he's wearing, that mm. kind of thing. It seems well, to be that, yeah. But they can butt off again in a different bias because you know there's the one you see where it's like with, with, with chat, chatting to them, and as soon as like the weird googly eyed one in the water, as soon as try to attack Hermes, uh, yeah, the different form of it or the different um, colony, I suppose of it, yeah, yeah. So the puzzle here is Jolene is chasing Foo Fighters to get to the discs which are in the shed, but to do this, she's got to move further away from the detonating wrist. Uh, uh, That's the wrist bomb that the, the yes. ga- from from the, the, the knocked out guard, yes, but the guard so, is being dragged into the water by another form of yes. Foo Fighters, just slowly <laughs> dragging him in. So and, Hermes has got to retrieve the body and carry it over to Jolene. And also, it's uh, Jolene just one hundred percent trusting Hermes. Like it's just like you started out. I don't mm. know what you're gonna do. Fucking just just get it done. I know you can do it. I believe in you, buddy. Hmm. Even if I was like breaking your own arm to do it, or really messing up your own arm to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was a cool thing anyway, because obviously the swamp version of Foo Fighters tries to chop off her arm, but she just doubles her own arm, and then it's like, oh, this is gonna suck. <laughs> Peeling off. The trigger. <laughs> I'm never gonna do that again, kind of thing. It's just like, yeah. Um, uh, I, I like the idea of a, the opposite of because um, we had a lot of healing stands in recent arcs this is like the complete opposite of that it's like no 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 this is just like super double damage and for a second I thought Foo Fighters was like I have the power to heal it's like no I don't I'm just a weirdo <laughs> which mm. was a good joke <laughs> sort of kind of does uh, mm. as long as you got enough water to do things with which you will yeah, not yeah, have yeah. if you uh, take one of the, des- you know, the desiccated corpses and then like s- smash it into powder which tends to soaks up all of the the moisture in the in the enemy stand discover. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, because some of the water manages to, it splashes water onto Herbie's as she's running away, and then it reconstitutes itself on the guard's body, and uh, so that, that and that's when she grabs the corpse of uh, the chaos-looking woman, duplicates it, and smashes it and, into uh, itself. And... So it's it, the water gets absorbed by all the the, the horrible dis like desiccated dry corpses that you just smashed into each other. Yes, <laughs> and mm. then that's where she's like, ah, oh, you got to Jolene, you got to uh, dry them dry them out. Hmm. And so that leads to the confrontation in the shed. And uh, I like when Jolene's gotten to the shed, it's already like made the tap, um, just running on the ground. It's like, what are you going to do? You're going to step into my puddle, huh? Jolene's like, obviously I'm going to step into your puddle, but I got a few questions for you first. <laughs> are you working with White Snake? And um, what was the other question she had? I can't remember the thing. But why, just... why? Yeah, why is, what is it? Why they? She, why uh, Foo Fighters was guarding the discs? That was it. Yeah, yeah. And it seems yeah. to be guarding it for. It's just like, yeah. White Snake said, "Hey, mind that shit for me." And it's just like, well, I got intelligence off it, but I'm not working for White Snake. It just benefits yeah. me to have these discs because yes. it gave me intelligence. Joy's got to know that because that means when they don't ask me to defeat you, I will spare you because you are. Are you a goodie being... or a baddie? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> the right to, life is the right to all sentient beings, or whatever Optimus Prime said in that movie. Hmm. Um, uh, she does a bunch so of string you... stuff, but if it, yes. it's like, ah, I knew you were going to do string stuff, so I did this other thing. 
But Jolene's like, haha, I knew you were going to do that, but I was making so much noise you didn't hear the tractor driving off because I've, I've tied yes. the, the, you know, the kind of ignition. Because Foo Fight, Fighters thought she was going for the bag of flour to dry him out. Yeah. And while he was making, he'd like put himself all through the water and was shooting tentacles everywhere to stop him mm. from getting the flour. And, but yes, and then she's like, aha, look behind you. And you see the tractor with the, where he'd put the wheel of, the wheel with all the discs hidden in it is flying off um, into the fields. Hmm. And he's like, no, my CDs. I will stop trying to kill you, Jolene. <laughs> the CD Wallace. We've got all my mixes in there. So while uh, chasing the tractor, um, he's just like, I'm going to just run off the tractor. Because he's a, pr- a pretty good sprinter. Um, but as a dry field, son, you just, you just, yeah. uh, you're just watering him by walking along him. And, and that's uh, probably good. the best animated effect in the episode of it slowly yeah. getting shorter as it's running towards yeah. the tractor. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, the, really was... it's, mm-hmm. it's such like a skeletal looking stand in the first place. So it losing mass by just running into dry fields. I was just like, oh, that's really that's a really nice visual. Yeah. Yeah. There were some rough looking spots in this. Um, yeah. Faces yeah. particularly uh, were kind of, Jesus, Johnny hasn't got that big of a nose. That's giving us some credit. Well, um, I guess we're, we're kind of focusing on the weird amorphous qualities of Foo Fighters. And, well, it was like, you know, possessing the bodies now. It had the weird kind of the black oil seeping out of pores and it was all distended. Yeah. That looked pretty rad. Uh, Their concern was on the gross stuff, not on the normal things like noses and whatnot. <laughs> which look gross in a different way. <laughs> um, and then once it's down to just a head, this is where Jolene spares its life. Much to Ermi's confusion. I did like it wasn't she had a bucket or anything. She just like squeezes out her jacket, which has gotten soaked yeah. from fighting him. Mm. Um, she's like, well, it's, I mean, like it's sentient life. It's not, it's just trying to survive. We're not really dicking with it. There's no reason for us to, to kill it here. And now it's just like, that's fine. Got what we came here for. We got, we got, got the disc in the, in, the, in the wheel of the tire. I was like, yeah, pretty cool. Whoa, holy shit. It's Astro. You're alive. No, not quite. It's me, Foo Fighters. I took all the bits of her and I reconstituted her body. Uh, so I can walk around with it because uh, I want to hang out with you. You're, you're pretty cool. Not what I was expecting. Again, the thing I was expecting is like, oh, it's it's Astro's stand and she's going to turn around. It's like, no, she's super fucking dead. <laughs> but yeah. we're going to see her corpse. It's like, I, I guess we've seen that before as well in JoJo. But um. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, and while they're looking through the discs, uh, they just have them spread out, they're just kind of like searching through them. It's like, oh, fuck, we found Star Platinum, that's fucking excellent. Um, the the only up. memories of Star Platinum is it just going aura, aura, because what else they got? <laughs> but they weren't, that. so that means they weren't after uh, Star Platinum's power, they were after uh, Jotaro's memories? Yeah. She's, she's just like, okay, so that's something else. But if I can get this disc out to the... I think she just calls it the organization. Hopefully she remembers the name Speedwagon. And that'll stabilize her dad enough. Because she's seen a guy walking around with just one disc. So yeah. presumably it's just like, yeah, you can survive on that. And that will help his body from rotting. It'll just be, <laughs> Which is great. It'll just be an idiot. So he'll be like his yeah. grandfather. Uh, right yeah. At that point. Um <laughs> Yeah, so these are all the discs. They, it explains that the stand discs, uh, if they're not compatible, they have to be. You can't just put a, any stand disc into anybody. It has to be. Compatible. Yeah, they're region locked or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, and so White Snake had not found anybody he, he could put these discs in, so he's been hiding them here. Yeah, saving them for a special occasion. Um, so the important the... ones. Are... 
hidden somewhere else. Hmm. The ones you can get use out of. But um, in the meantime, the obviously the alarms have sounded off in the prison. It's like, hey, where the fuck is the search party? So they all have to go out and while um all, while also explaining how to use a fucking cup, they also have to explain to the uh or the new member to go like, hey, put your hands above your head or they'll shoot you. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just okay. say garbage attack by crocodiles. We don't know what happened to the other people because their bodies are gone. So it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're good. It's like maybe they're eaten by crocodiles. We didn't see what happened. That's our story, and we're sticking to it. So I guess sure it's another thing. time in solitary confinement for Jolene. <laughs> More <laughs> years added to the sentence. But um, yeah, after that we see uh, White Snake checking out the um, the shed, looking for the discs. Damn, fucking! She was, she was meant to be the speed of bait, but this Jolene chick, she's got she's got some moves. Gonna have hmm. to look into this a little more closely. But like into the garage, one chicken at all. It's like, ah. Uh, are you done there, father? But I'm saying, yes, I'm uh, I'm fine. I've uh, I thought I'd better you know this like I don't, I don't know why he was there. Like, it's like I just like there was like a horrible when horrible scene here. I should like attend to the last rites of the body or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, probably something like that. And it's Poochie. Poochie has arrived. Yes, <laughs> finally. Yes, <laughs> Poochie. Hey. Um, Yes, and also he's found the one finger that uh, FF couldn't reattach. Yeah, because um, her hand was the first thing to explode. Yeah, we what did, with that being where the bomb was? We did mention that Foo Fighters is going to call itself FF in this new form. Because it would hmm. just be weird if they went around. It was going to be weird that they're calling her something that isn't the name of whose body it is. But uh, I guess it would be even weirder if you went, hey, Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a prison nickname, you know, this yeah. uh, tip that you like you like the food fires when you were a teenager and then that great that's just your nickname from now on. The same way in schools, it was the same way in prison. This like the one detail we know about you becomes your nickname forever. Or it could be like your prison nickname and it's like it's what the crime that you did. They call me Phillips because I killed him with a Phillips head screwdriver. It's like, why do they call you Foo Fighters? Uh, I was like, you know, hassling Dave Grohl or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> and so you don't feel too bad. We also learned that uh, the original body had kidnapped a child. Yeah, yeah. It's like, did you like that character? No, she, she was a fucking creep. That's why she was in prison. Don't worry, she's dead. She, she had problems, man. She had real problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, problems. She probably got real problems from that. Now she was dead and exploded into a million chunks, and now hmm. a sentient like uh, intelligence is <laughs> we compo- we constituted himself. But it's all right. I'm not. I'm not sure she's got. She gives me visitors. So what what one of the difference? Mm-hmm. So now she can start like licking water off the floor as she is wont to do. You got to learn how to use get use like drink from a bottle and shit. Chill out, man. Like, based off of the trying to drink from a cup and also just licking water off the ground, I was like, if this is the stupid character, this might be my favorite character then. It's mm. quite fun because it's a bit like having an Iggy who's a human and can talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Except Iggy may be more intelligent than Foo Fighters. Uh, Iggy's definitely Foo more Fight- of a dick so far. Yes. And, I'm, and I'm including the fact that Foo Fighters is riding around in a corpse's body. Yeah. Yes. It's a little mm. bit like having Mr. Vac as well, as it would have maybe gleaned from the opening. Um, yeah, yeah. Through fires just, just finger guns. So it's <laughs> like, you might you want to eat it with the gun from, from part five. Well, we got you started out. Excellent. Then let us move on to Life with an Ordinary Guy who Reincarnated as a Total Fantasy Knockout, episode three. A guy who reincarnated as a fantasy knockout and an angry elf. Mm. In which... 
they've made an elf very angry because the fire they started has burnt down their sacred forest. And also, it turns out the monster they killed in episode one was the guardian of said sacred forest. I did like when they had the, the thing pinned up, like, to dry out its its hide. It just has a big hole in it. And the old man going, like, that was the guardian deity of the forest. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm sorry. He's like, no, no, it wasn't our fucking god. Don't worry about it. And he's like, that seems ominous. <laughs> yeah, it was the elf's guardian of the forest. If you wander onto their part of the forest, they, this thing comes after you. So technically they were doing a crime and they find this out by like yes. peeking through their apartment, uh, pseudo space apartment door going like, oh, there's a really angry elf there. Like this is entirely our fault. Yes. Should we, well, should no, we go first, apologize? First of all, first of all, it's, they're like, oh, it's always terrible when you hear somebody getting told off. And they're like, I think we're the ones getting told off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, while herself is kind of like, we should go out and apologize and just trying to make peace and that kind of thing. Your man's like, we didn't fucking do anything wrong. I'm not apologizing for shit. Um, uh, how are we to know yeah. we were in the part of the forest where you get attacked by this? How are we to know it was a god? Uh, it, we were just defending ourselves. He's every excuse under the sun. Yes, he comes off a bit more of a jerk in this episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. Having said that, though, the elf herself is also awful. Yeah, no, she's like even her two retainers that come with her are just like, oh, Jesus, here we go again. With like everything she fucking tries. Yes, because um, she's obsessed with her own beauty. Yeah, as um, it was pointed out, your man did see her naked coming out of the shower. His 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 boyfriend, his friend who is a boy. Um, and it's just like, that's the first naked lady I've seen. I don't know how to feel about this. One's like, I'm so gorgeous. And, and even she's attracted to... You're one with her aura of everyone's attracted to her. Um, but he's kind of like, I'm not even interested in women. So what? It doesn't fucking matter to me. Um, so her oh. throwing off her robe into her skimpy outfit that they're all calling her an exhibitionist for because she is a worshipper of the goddess of love who they already have bad blood with. So. Yes. And elven ears are the side of their relationship to the goddess of love because she has long ears as well which i thought is a great she's a bunny joke. rabbit mm, mm. yeah is that <laughs> elves worshiping a bunny rabbit as a joke as mm, a mm. as a god i was like oh man why have i not ever come across that joke before that's but a really like, good elves joke. worshiping a bunny rabbit god and also the goddess of love that they worship is like a, a sexy bunny girl kind of thing i'm just like that's it all ties yeah. in really well yeah it's very good mm. Signs and codes that have been here for our, <laughs> all of our civilization. This interpreted and expressed in different means. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember now what happened in the second half of the episode. Um, uh, they can, mostly they do a runner because your one wants to shoot him with her magic hair arrows. Um, and they're like, okay, what do we do? He's like, I'm going to I'm gonna hit her with this rock is his plan. But he just knocks off her like top knot of hair. That's which, it, yes. Which is our proof of elven not divinity uh like i guess royalty or something like that and makes her hair all messy and tussled i guess gives her a different haircut by hitting a rock and then he sees it's like oh i just threw that through a tree it's a good thing i didn't hit her head yes and now she's stalking them um hmm. she's stalking them they, they have, a have like a yeah they have a cookout they have yeah uh, which your man's like, it's like, hey, this meat's really good. It was like, it's, it's really gamey. It's really like, kind of like, you know, meat that you find when you're home. What is this? What am I eating? It's like, yeah, you're eating forest god. Um, Ooh, sacrilegious. Uh, and it's just like, so she, uh, she continues to get drunker and drunker. He's like, wait a minute. You probably don't have the same alcohol, Terrence, because you're a much smaller body right now. 
So she like runs off into the woods, like screaming drunk, basically. Um, gets attacked by a pitcher plant. Yes. And the like again, it's it's tentacles, but it's not doing the sexual thing. But it is the fact that it's being hung upside down and her shirt's about to fly over herself. That he's like, I can't even fucking look at you right now because yeah. horniness. Yeah, even though she has like the most sensible underwear on. Uh, yeah, that you could imagine. Um, hmm. But yes, he's so he's so frail at seeing a woman's body for the first time that uh, he can't even. He has to do it with like one hell, hand held up in front of him to rescue. Hmm. Meantime, the elf is trying to track these guys down for her great revenge. I need to hunt these guys down for, or otherwise I can't restore my honor. And she comes across. I'm so hungry. Ooh, a big plate of meat. Mmm, this is so good. It tastes so good. And then just the spirit of the forest creature, the forest god behind her, going like. <laughs> That's my flesh you're eating. You're, you're trying to avenge me, but you're eating my fucking flesh. Uh, kind of thing. It's pretty good. And then she gets dragged off by the pitcher plant. Yeah. As well. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, there was some funny stuff. I think more front-loading does is by difficulty of remembering the second half. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the punchline of the ghost appearing right at the end was still a killer punchline. Mm. Um, which I, I'm hoping it just carries on showing up. Every so often, there's like a reminder of the terrible thing they did in the very first episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, the end credits suggest there'll be other monsters and things to uh, show up as we go along. Other important um, gods to kill and get in trouble for, probably, yeah. Yeah. Standard RPG plot, you gotta attack and kill a god. Mm, mm, mm. Then it is I'm Kodama Kawashiri, episode three, in which we go to the shops... Mm. And buy salmon bento. No matter what you were thinking of buying, you end up buying the salmon bento instead. Oh, they got something new in. No, it's, just, it's, it's that thing when you go to your favorite restaurant, you just order the, your favorite thing on the menu because it's just. I already know I like yeah. it. <laughs> it's a style yes. place you look forward to, and it's like, okay, I know that. No, I've never went to the menu, but this is the fucking the real shit right here. Mm. I don't get to go here all the time. So if I don't get the best thing, <laughs> I will waste my trip. Yeah, yeah. But they're a good restaurant. I tried to miss so many fun saying, nah, but when Wapa gets something else and it's not as good, and then, you know, you get, you get, it's a real fucking get up in your head kind of thing there. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Uh, then he meets his friend from school. She does. Mm. And uh, she's like, oh, you don't know about this, this uh, supermarket? You should come with me. I'll show you around. We live quite clearly by. And she's like showing all her favorite foods in the shop. And he's like, mm, we don't really eat that. That's that's too greasy. That's uh, that's very unhealthy. Mm. Uh, and uh, he ends up buying some sushi instead of all the just piles of grease she's trying to get him to take <laughs> home. Yeah, very cheap, you know. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if you get in there at the start of the day and the hot deli, they just, they would just, they've just laid out like fresh tray of spicy chicken fillets and things. Oh. I roll all of those now, but then we'll taste pretty good. That's all right. I'm mm. always that way with the fucking the like. Like went to like the corner shop mm. uh, to order one co-op before heading into work. And then I might get like no, a little bit of fruit things like that. And they've just laid out a fresh steaming batch of chocolate hazelnut croissants. It's like, oh yeah, you're going for one of those right now. You know, you go for a cup of tea in the middle of the morning. You know. They've got, yeah, they've trapped you. You put your foot into the merchandising trap. <laughs> they got me. This, this, this smells so good. They, they, they time it now. They just, they just fill it up. That's what I'm getting in. Mm-hmm. This guy's a sucker. 
anyway, that was all the exciting things which happened in nine. Kadami, Kadama Kawashiri this week. Hmm. Hmm. We did get a character who looks like more like a human being um, in the uh, former college friend. Yeah, yeah. Looking, there's like one bags under the eyes, just scarred in, <laughs> like my face is. <laughs> Then, next up, we've got Ninjala, episode three. Again, I don't know the title of this one. Uh, Balls, I did forget to look up. It was something to do with Van. It's like, like, come on. Oh, Awaken Young Van. That was it. Uh, That'll be it, yes. Go West Young Van. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, the part with Burton and Bereka this week is they're trying to find a way to get back to being an adult, and they they run into a woman doing a fortune-telling scam. I did like their solution of wait a minute we had ninja gum and it turned us into ninja children what if we eat normal gum <laughs> no oh, what they should have done is it's like okay gum for adults what would that be ah it would be um, like nicotine gum yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah that's, that's an adult gum <laughs> so you can't do that in a children's uh, like a spin off TV show so we can't do that yeah that yeah. was what I would try though hmm. <laughs> and then they're going to put cigarettes <laughs> Did I briefly check on in on the two female children who we've seen, the street performer and hmm. the girl with the covered eye. But we mainly check in on Van, who is like at home wondering where his dad is. Where's my dad? Hang on, what's going on outside? Oh, it's my dad fighting a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's always away on you know, his, his job in international trade. He's totally a ninja. If it's not any other kind of assassin, he's definitely a ninja. I initially liked the thing of the, the mam having like the purple streak in the hair. Like him, it's like, oh, so he gets the streak from his mam. It's like, no, both his parents have a purple uh, streak uh, in their hair. Well, that, that's how they hit it off. You know, they're a, a support group for people uh, you know, with that kind of hair. You know, and, and they can't just die it out that way. It's, it's a genetic thing. I don't know why this is the first episode I noticed as well. I'm very fucking slow. But the, the little shine in their eyes, they have one like pinky purple shine if yeah. they are a ninja. A little pink highlight, you know, it shows yeah. it's, it's, it's like a replicant. Uh, you got to look <laughs> into the eyes and tell which one is which. Yeah, yeah. So his mom doesn't have it, but his dad does. And he's also he's fighting a ninja with kunai. So yeah, he's a ninja. And things escalate to the point where the house is on fire and Van and his dad are trapped underneath burning rubble hmm. and so his dad says van you've got to chew this gum <laughs> what in the middle of a fire we're trapped by fucking rubble it's like yeah no don't worry it'll sort out i can be young man just do it uh, and it seems to give him a sonic scream that puts out fire yes real loud hmm uh and this uh, attracts or either this attracts or the ninja was happening by anyway or I, he was heading there because he was like he was like am I, am I getting there too late so he was like yeah, already yeah. aware that they were in danger. He smells blood in the air on this on this moonfield night. Whereas our business ninja sees someone else coming and uh, just tucks his last bomb into his jacket again. Is like just ninjas out of there. I'm gonna call them business the... ninjas until I know what the yes. hell they are. I can't yeah. remember what the old man's name was now though. But uh... Uh, himself and the other old man who look like, nearly identical have like the same name. It's like Gankatsu and Zankatsu. Ginryutsu, Ginryu, something like that. That sounds more like it. Yeah, yeah. They, they have a very sim- I assume they're twins or brothers or something, you know. Yeah, they're ident- like, identical twin cousins. <laughs> here's trade van, but you got to get. Let's get your dad out from underneath this rubble first and into hospital. Um, hmm. So his, his dad's going to be all, okay. 
Van story. Uh, we check back like, in with Bert and the, the, the cut, like the it kind of cuts like sideways and then across. So his his face is just in a little box. And I was like, like on a character select screen, because I'm one of the other girls. Like it it letterboxes her a little bit, and I was like, okay, so she's not a character select yet. She's yeah. still <laughs> shy and just staying after school and not coming outside to play. You know reason. she has one of those super ninja eyes. You oh, that's because that's in the end credits. That's after that's in oh, the it is in the end credits as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew as soon as she had, I saw the eye patch girl, I was like, that's a super ninja eye. I know what that oh, is. Oh, yes. She's got the ratio eye. Um, <laughs> going on. Uh, okay. Yeah, the, yeah the, the fortune teller gets arrested by uh, two... Uh, what city are they in? They're not New York City, but they're uh, Eagle Eagles. City. Yeah. Eagle, they're Eagle City cops, who are just New York City cops. Hmm. Uh, and then we're like, oh, well, I guess we have to go back to drinking smoothies to try and make ourselves bigger. Um, <laughs> this is very, because it's just like, it's <laughs> uh, and, and then we see a lady who's obviously going to get turned into a child because she's a child in the opening credits, gets some sort of ninja email. It's the hacker woman who eats loads of sweets from the prior episodes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If this gonna sneak one of those in, you're just gonna like go to the whole tree of bonbons yeah. and like, whoops, accidentally ate a ninja gum. Yeah, that's, that, that seems likely. She, how many she seems to down. Uh, I think that was everything. All the beats in general of importance. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're definitely, definitely going to kill Ron. <laughs> You've outlived your usefulness still. <laughs> yeah, they they reiterate that. Also, that guy not only has a bunch of ninjas, other ninjas working for him, but he has a crocodile, so that's nice. He does. <laughs> um, I watched this again. I was like, I really like the background music. The, like, the little jazzy score does kind of mm, move mm. it along and keep the tone fairly light, even when it's getting serious with exploding buildings and hmm. deadly ninja fights um i really enjoyed this particularly after dropping uh, tribe nine it's nice to see a kid's show done properly as opposed to doing a kid's show for adults mm-hmm. yeah yeah don't, don't have a bum with it again you know i did uh when it gets down to actually like ninja flipping and then running around walls and things you know they really get down and have fun with it and hmm. And just all, all, all the time for like I got a good vaudeville act because uh, I'd say there's like talking in circles with that fortune teller for a good two minutes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they do get the repeated jokes out of the way there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's weird though that this kids show. I guess half of the main cast are adults turned into children, um, which I guess is hmm. the case with Detective Karen at this point. But uh, that's true. Yeah, maybe there's a few more adults there but uh it is it is a little odd um but uh i i guess if you play the video games you don't care hmm. um don't have a switch so we'll never know <laughs> then we've got the ranking of kings episode 15 the order of the underworld uh, in which the focus is very much on desha and domus this week hmm you can see some of the order of the underworld. So the way, the different ways you can customize your armor. You can punch two holes in the down here and give them a little mustache, so you, mm. people know you're the captain. I did like the way it's kind of like all these people with differing points of view. Like it's kind of loading them all into the same place now. Where obviously he's heading down to shut the gate. Dashes and his lads are coming through the gate, and um, 
uh, our Boji is um, like, oh, we better send these these cute uh, underworld animals back home. You know, there's a gift to the underworld in the basement. The queen's like, the fuck? Why is there a gift to the underworld in the basement? But there, she's quite proud of how how much her her kid has uh, has grown up in such a short time. Yes, uh, it's yeah, because nice. it's Kage who's, who's got the information. Um, yeah, yeah, he's himself and the and the giant snake are both informed, yes. the same informant. So it's just like let, let's just catch you up. So, um, so yeah, Boji, uh, Kage, and the oh, what's the big like gigant? Gigan. They're are gonna head down and bring the lions down. Yeah. <laughs> well, just gonna jump down straight down like the staircase. The lions are gonna have to walk. Is the point saying, "Man, it's a long spot of staircase. How are we gonna get down there?" Gigan just like scoops him up and they're like, "Whoop!" Oy! But uh, uh, that brings him in towards the end of the episode, more so. Yes, because yeah. most of the episode Long is Domus and Desha on a set of staircases. Uh, and hmm. also, your other fellas there. Uh, who's the guy? His name is like Spot. Uh, um, Mokuro or something. That's it, yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, you, 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 you have some backup for me. Wait, there's someone coming through the gate? Fuck, hide behind that pillar over there. You're just going, can I, can I snipe him now? Can I snipe him now? And Domus is just going like, Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, for one thing, because like maybe I don't want to like you know bring him out and, and, and into this now. All I can do is like really yeah. crossbow. It's like fifty dudes here with with halberds that might mess him up. Also, I'm not fucking backing down. These guys are trying to impugn my honor, and it's a bit more like that. Hmm. He does so pretty they've well. Shown up, yeah, yeah, they've shown up and like, hey, we're here to fucking. I, we, we, someone in your fucking kingdom let loose a bunch of our criminals. We're here to reclaim our criminals. Get the fuck out of our way. And he's like, I don't have a fucking clue what's happening, but I can't let you do that. Because <laughs> this is like an invading army. This is literally an invading army. So I'm going to stand on these stairs, and if you come at me and I hit you, it's your own fault. <laughs> uh, and they send a few guys up. It's like, all right, send three guys at the same time. Okay. Hitting them at the same time doesn't work. Hit them at different times. Okay, that doesn't work. Send up the big guy. Okay, that doesn't work. Hmm... This is difficult. <laughs> mustache, himself. mustache captain, you go get him. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, Desha makes the point, it's like, oh, without the the uh, the leader of the guard who's up uh, above ground level, mm. just fighting with uh, his brother, uh, yeah, this order is not that uh, competent, or they're a little unruly. Um, uh, yeah, they're they're tough, but like. They really need a, a strong leading presence to get them in line, basically. Yeah, yeah. time yes. for Desha to get in there, and also just to have a little fun fucking around with this <laughs> with this knife. But I'd say I'm coming. I got my big club. I'm totally going to hit you. I'm going to. And he's I'm doing like I'm coming. He's doing the mind swing. game where he's kind of like, it's like, okay, so he's going to take a lateral swing, which would be yeah. very difficult for me to dodge. And if I parry it, it'll break my sword. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to come in, slap him on the hand, make him drop his club, and then I'm going to keep running in. And I'm going to cut through like and knock him down. That kind of shit. That's my fucking plan. But he, he's like, he's really close now. He's within swinging distance and he had the reach before. Why is he getting so close to me? And then he just fucking nut shots him. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, because he swings the club at his head. He turns and notices that it hasn't hit his head. And then he gets kicked in the balls. Um, and, and then like, he just well, spends I'm... a considerable amount of time laughing at him. Look, like, look, guys, look at him. Everyone laugh at this fucking idiot. What a dick shit. you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, on Desha's side at that point, because, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, like, Domus, like, kind of deserves a kick in the nuts at this stage. He does. Mm. Um, and they, I think this is, is this where they end the conversation about that he's, he's not here 
to kill anybody except one person. Well, no, like, I might person... only kill one person, so... Yes. Yeah. I'm going to arrest yeah. Moranjo, and like at this stage, other guys come out and it's like, Have you, do you know who Moranjo is? He's like, mm-mm, no. It's like, okay. All right. But, uh, I've, kind of, I've land somewhere around here as well. It's just like, yes. boosh, they're right there. It's like, whoa, you're here, and you're here, and you're here. This is confusing. And Boji and... has complicated emotions. Because, well, everyone has complicated emotions, but Boji's like, kind of like, I'm glad you're like, still like, here, oh, but also like... you betrayed me, but also it's just like, mm. Yeah, it's like he's... fear, anger. He's pissed off for the first time. Yeah, and Kage's kind of like, okay, I need to, like, I can see, I know that kind of variation on that look, and I know it, it turned me into a real cynical piece of shit, so I gotta fucking pull him out of this and make sure he doesn't turn into a, <laughs> a piece of shit like me, Kage. <laughs> Fucking Dormat is like, you're still alive. I have failed you. I will throw. I will give away my life in, in impenance. Ah. Uh, yeah, he just like head dives into the, the into the ground. It's like, oh my god, is he okay? It's like, ah, curse this powerful body of mine. <laughs> like, it, it, it's a pretty nasty spill. Yeah. Again, uh, yeah, it's not going to take him. <laughs> I don't know why you thought that would work. There's, there's some really good comedy bits in like the, the amount of fighting um, that's happening in this episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the, like the poses of Dobus when he's trying to retain his dignity, getting back up after being kicked in the balls is yeah also pretty funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, obviously the guards are trying to take down Gigan, and um, they they manage to like hamstring him a few times. It doesn't seem to do much to him. So our king just decides that uh, lightning that that'll do the trick. Yeah. It was, it was, everyone, chill, everyone fucking take a pillow for a minute, John. I'm not here to phone hurt anybody else, I'm here to kill one person. Now, who's that? Moranjo. Hmm. That's who I'm after. Uh, yes. He's the one, she's the one who's been scheming Moranjo's the mastermind. mastermind. He's been scheming behind all, the, all these ways, and I'm going to fucking, when I find her, I'm going to get my hands on her. As long as she's been getting carried away by some bandits who she is yet to turn into any precious substance <laughs> imaginable. Like she's being done to her right now. Yeah, and I'm not sure, like, he's like, oh, I'm going to kill her when I find her because she did the crime against my kingdom. And it's just like, can you kill her at this stage? She's trapped in a magic mirror. I'm not sure that's very killable, but yeah. She's probably been killed well, in some some way or form already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I assume he's got a little bit more knowledge about the nature of Miranja than we have. Also, he can throw lightning, so that probably helps. Yes. Mm. Um, and obviously, it's pretty clear... Something to do with open state at this point, if you all the context clues would suggest. Yeah. Baranjo is somehow behind that as well. Mm. Um, too many deals with devils, I would guess. Uh, uh, but maybe she makes. Domus is yeah. really yeah. taken aback that he this this guy seems very confident he can beat up King Boss, but he's just like King Boss is a baby now. I can definitely beat him up. <laughs> Also, he is number two, which Boss was, like, way down in the ranking. So he's probably like, yeah, no, I can do this. That's fine. Yeah. I'm, for an episode which is mainly in one spot in that hmm. story, uh, I'd really enjoy this episode. Yeah, um, yeah. I think because it, it gives you the most we've had of Desha so far. Yeah, yeah. And he's clearly a big player in this story. Hmm. He's not afraid uh, to fight dirty as well. Uh, yes, underworld, you're underhanded. Uh, mm, mm. I mean, and, and that, that's part of the course as well. saying, oh, the fucking kingdom of bosses in turmoil. That's a perfect time to swoop in there and just nab it for ourselves. Hmm, kind of a dick, but that's what gets you far in life, I guess. But yeah. I kick balls all the way to the top of this pile. 
yeah, and you do. I, I, I still, we still do the story of like who was is he the king that Desper put on the throne in his story, mm-hmm. in his training? So has he had similar training to Boji, or is it slightly different? Does or does Desper just do the training most suitable to the person? Hmm. Um, maybe yeah, maybe Desha's training is uh, distraction and kick you in the balls. Um, also lighting, he's got lighting from somewhere. I but. mean, like I feel like the lightning isn't so much a Desha move, but the kick in the balls absolutely is. Mm. You know, yeah. <laughs> I guess you could just yeah. learn magic in this world. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the thing you call now from the sky, he's like you know lives in a place that normally doesn't have like a natural sky, or at least it's yeah. very hard to fucking to, it appears down. It was he's just mm. that good. <laughs> you mm. do it on the ground. Then next on the list is Dragon Quest: The Adventure of Die, Episode Sixty Seven: The Peril of the Great Purification Spell. Sorry, Merle. He's just not that into you. <laughs> well, he's just an idiot. Is what it really mm. is. Uh, but before we get to Pop's dilemma, we've got loads and loads of monsters to fight. Mm. So many monsters. How many do you think you can handle, Crocodile? Leave a hundred to me. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen these guys before, but I'm pretty sure I can take fifty. Still, it counts as one. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, yeah, the uh, Beast Commandos split up into taking part in various parts of the plan. And they're like, where's, where's Mr. Beast? Well, he's already out there kicking ass. Mm. They're uh, very scared because obviously our, our boy is hyping up his new monsters. These are underworld monsters, which are way stronger than surface world monsters. And the surface yes. world monsters are like, shit, we're crap. Punch <laughs> you is like a punch. Hold fast, men. You're, you're, you're the equal of any one of them. If he's been like, no, like the real, like, you know, inspiring leader, which, uh, <laughs> hey, that's pretty cool. He was yeah, just like yeah. the fucking little rat man, just diving head first into things before. Now he has, you know, position. He is standing. He's got a squad he's got to take care of. Hmm. And as you look behind you, they all think it's amazing. Yeah. Go team. <laughs> uh, anytime I see the, the beast uh, army, I'm just like, oh, all these guys are great. Also, like I like the fact Crocodile is starting to call himself the former beast king. Now He's yes. just like, I guess that's what I call myself now. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so everyone's discussing, right, our task is not to defeat these monsters. It's just to keep them away from the heroes for as <laughs> long as it takes <clears throat> for them to cast that spell. Not trying to beat them, just hold them back. Yeah. And Lumberuk's like, what's taking them so long? But you're kind of going, Pop, what the fuck? <laughs> why did you, why did you, why you keep all this up until now, bro? And saying, hey, man, this is, I'm not like any of you. Hey, hey, how about we just go on retreat for now? And no, we can try another day, bro. And saying, bro, no, if we do it right now, Verma never let us get this close again. And also, as well, this is like something that comes from your heart, dude. If you run away now, it's just going to break you, and you're never going to be someone yeah. who capableness any every morning again. You always have to have that doubt, you always have that regret inside you. It's never going to work again. So yeah, you, yeah. you got to fucking pick up one, dude. What's up with you? I'm not uh, special like you guys. I'm slowly backing out of the magic circle. It's like don't break the magic circle because if you give up, like you said, yeah, you'll have given up permanently, basically. Yeah, and that one man was <clears> like, <throat> hey, come on, man, fun. Don't think yourself that way. You know, when you got a lot of gumption of the guts, you fun climb a long way. We admire you for that. He's just one. I don't want your fucking admiration. It's just, man, why you gotta say things like that? It's like, yeah, because uh, we have our our um, precog girl who's kind of like, ah, it's the wrong thing to say to him because he's in love with you, but he can't say it, so he doesn't want your admiration. It's like, mm, that's not really. 
going to win him onside. Uh, meantime, our, our little second in command is hovering in the air. It's like, Except hey, what the fuck are they doing over there? Some kind of magic shit. Uh, I'm going to use my magic dagger that I filled with evil to um, hit one of them. He's just spinning around. He's like, which one? Uh, the one not shining. That seems like the best one to get. Mm. Uh, mm. So, yeah. yeah. His venom chain has been steeped <laughs> in his dark power. Mm. And he hurls it and Merle leaps in the way of it, taking the bullet for Pop. And they're like, oh no, she's injured and poisoned. She's done for. Uh, Pop, do you not realise she was in love with you? Well, also you get the thing of, like, do, do we have a healer? And you one's like, I could go over and heal, but I'm in the middle of a fight. And Mam's like, I'm going to go over and heal. It's like, no, you can't break the magic circle, even though, like, we don't have it fully completed yet. But you, you still can't step outside of it. And yeah. it's like, ah, shit, no one can go heal her. So I guess mm. they're fucked. It's like, why, Unless... Merle? Why did you do that? Why did you do that for us? Mm. I did it because you you can't admit for yourself one what you actually are to people. You don't care admit for what you but you want to find yourself where people view you so I love you but that's never going to happen right now because I'm, oh, I'm dying but if someone that you do love who was it my uh, dying wish yeah. is that you say out loud who who you, you love you gotta say it out loud you gotta <laughs> say it that's right I'm not going you gotta do it for me fine love ma'am god I love ma'am damn it I love it and now ma'am is even more confused if one said well huh hmm? huh what <laughs> Uh, but that activates his thing because obviously, oh, we had the things mixed up. It wasn't die that was courage, so that must mean the pop is love because he declared his love, and that that's what would act. No, he's courage. Sorry, no, he's courage. <laughs> that was just like because that one should be love is what I was thinking. It was like you declare your love and your power activates. I was like, yeah, that's no, love. No. Or, or possibly it has nothing to do with personal traits. It has to be a particular character class uh, because. <laughs> Could be, could be. Because he changes character class mid-battle at the end of this hmm. episode. Yeah, yeah, he's leveled up, uh, and he's actually putting out healing magic energy like a sage. Dun-dun-dun. can do all the, all the stuff. Uh, all the most magic. powerful yep. character class in, in Dragon Quest. Mm. Well, the courage this makes, this make, it makes sense. You know, it was presumed, oh yeah, Dyer, she's like, you know, a courageous young lad, so it must be courage, right? Mm. It's like, mm, yeah, it could be. But... If all like, courage as a whole, it's like um, the way it's it's usually gets framed in these things. And kind of way it should be framed anyway. It's like it's, it's courage isn't being it's being being fearless. It's having that fear, but mm. you press ahead with it anyway. Yeah, having yeah, like the yeah. courage to admit these fears, these insecurities, you know, and the courage to kind of fits up to it, and having the courage just to say like, out loud eventually, you know, just kind of even though we got fucking rip it out of you, it's like does say who. History, if you actually love me, ask with them. I try, 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 try to drive her away, as you've been mm. doing for the last few episodes. Because <laughs> even she's going, why are you fucking always just bitching at me, like, for no reason? What was your deal, dude? You're hot and cold at me. You know, it's really messing me up. Hmm. I mean, like, for yeah. all we know, the fifth thing on that on that little wheel of magic was, um, uh, you get love, courage, blah, 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 and Dragon Knight. You know, it's just like, we don't fucking know. <laughs> They have no feelings, which is a flip for the hub to destroy things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, well, Sean Kilton credit to is this, we want to be real. And usually the dude who's like one harsh but fun fair about these things, like, fun call you out, and I, I'm, I'm really fun cutting about this. But it's like, Pop, you got the stuff. You've got you stop, put, stop putting yourself down. You know? Mm, mm. Even again, the, the encouragement is not what he wants to hear in that moment. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, it's, if at some point in One Piece, Usopp suddenly gets Emperor's hacky then I shall raise a very high eyebrow. 
after watching this episode. Uh, like he already has the uh, what's the perception hacky? He has that one already. Uh, yes, he's got that. Yeah, he's got. He's he's definitely at least it's 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 appearing. It's appearing if it's not fully. It's obviously yeah. not at uh, reading your opponent's next move level. No, 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 no. It's like spotting yeah. sugar from a very long distance away level. Um, <laughs> um like. The Emperor's one is like that's that, that one's been that's, in fuck all now, right? Uh, yeah, that's characters. the one which Zoro just manifested. Yeah, in, yeah. In the comic, hmm. uh, spoiler alert for the anime. Uh, he realizes <laughs> he said it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, because I was like, oh, I could easily see a very similar scene with uh, Usopp at some point down the line mm. of like that sort of like manifesting a power. Greater than in theory, like what the rest of the characters have got. Yeah, um, it, it, it would be uh, it would kind of be like a, an innovation of again, and again, I just go back to to, to through a back was just like everyone is getting taken out by negative ghosts and makes them feel like they're absolute worst before. Yeah, can't take yeah. me up, man. I already feel shit about myself. Yeah. <laughs> so it was some like full and, like order of magnitude, like all encompassing version of that. Just sort of thing. Yes. He's not the ship's sniper. He's the ship's liar, um, and that's very important. <laughs> and coward, and coward, obviously. Ship's yeah. cynic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. It was a nice payoff to the uh, the pop mm. thing, and then I was like, "Ooh." Uh, uh, I was worried that like two class. or so episode build wasn't going to be worth it, but yeah, no, it really landed on. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I guess Dragon Quest Three must be like the main influence on." Uh, on this one, mm-hmm. um, I'm looking. No date yet on that uh, remake. Oh. Dragon Quest Three. I'm looking forward to that though. The mm, sort yeah. of two and a half D remake. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, mm. kind of like a lovely, nice, nice kind of backgrounds like what uh, Octopath Traveler had, but the little characters are like sprite or sprite esque running around in it. Yeah, nice yeah blend yeah. of it. It's, it's lovely. Hmm. Then please do tell me that I might regret asking about episodes three and four <laughs> of Dress My Dress Up Darling, Then Why Don't We, and Are These Your Girlfriends? <laughs> Episode three, Brian, when you when you checked in to get the title, what you, what you were seeing there was a, a teenage boy having a dream and not understanding why he's woken up with a boner. Um, <laughs> yes. That's what's happening. He's like, wait, yeah. why am I thinking about my friend all weird? Like, what is happening in my pants? Like, basically, just, that's what happens. Says a bolt up right. Just says, oh, oh, and looks li- li- across to the to the to the, to the dresser, and it's like there's a Hina doll there. He's just like almost thinking, forgive me. Can you can you can you turn around while I while I get dressed because I need to. <laughs> I gotta take problem. care of this. Um. It, it's a kind of like most of the episode is basically him reacting to the bombshell that the the big um, cosplay thing is in like two weeks because he's mm. like ah that's gonna be really awkward because um a, a lot of it is the uh, wait no is that episode four well well you put together it's but there's one round of shops uh, after school uh, yeah most of episode three is a, is a big shop getting, getting put yeah. together um mm. uh, what kind of is getting. Just subconscious about the attention that that they're getting right now because oh it's like you know one of the, like uh, one of the popular girls in school and her gang they're kind of just talking to him you know and it's like being nice and friendly like and actually everyone just goes and each one of these things hey a boy and a girl hang out together sharing similar interests are they going out or what it's like no they could just be fucking friends you know whatever like that 
Yeah, she was, yeah. She was such a boy in her and she's like, well, dude, if you fucking going shopping or what? And saying, uh, people think we're fucking going out. And he's just like, well, we can if you like. Yeah, I was like, I, I wouldn't mind. It's like, no, no, fun. And she's like, oh, dude, relax for sure. We can just be friends. Everyone was doing this thing. Come mm. on, let's go shopping. I need to phone expertise. I need to cure key and eye for all the fun shit we're going to need in the fabric shop. Yeah, it's them going to go into the fabric shop and him having a better eye for like the, the kind of weight and quality of the material. And and she's like, ah, I didn't bring any money. I didn't know I was going to be shopping. She's like, don't worry, mama got paid. is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a, a good bit um, where she basically hands over her paycheck. And he's like, are you fucking sure about this? It's like, I'm saving up to do this. This is this is what I wanted to earn this money for. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm, I'm going to take her off and go get some food later on as well. I'm going to like... like... Like compensate you for your efforts, man. It's, it's no problem at all. It's like, yeah, are you I, sure I should be hanging around the laundry shop protecting at this one saying, there is one, the people, girls walk in here with, with their boyfriends and that like all the time. They didn't know a thing. But he's kind of looking around. It's all girls in the laundry shop. And he, she's kind of like, hey, check it out. Look at this. This is really skimpy shit. This is the right stuff. And he's like, I, 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 I can't, I can't do this. But eventually, like, he kind of said, it's the thing of, like, he's awkward for a lot of the episode. It's done this before. Um, but towards the end of it, he's kind of like, yeah, I'm just fucking cool with this. She's cool with it. Like, I need to stop freaking out about it. So as they're kind of walking back from the, um, I think, what, what was it? They they just went out for food. There's one with food just walking out there. and just I like, feel like the, the kind of people going like, oh, man, to be young and in love again. And they're walking home talking, about, oh, did you play the video game? It's like, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, what, what, how far did you get? I got to the bit where like he's just ejaculating like fucking everywhere in, in the meeting. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. That, what? And and she's, she's just like, oh, man, that bit was freaking out. I was like, how do I get him to stop? And they're like, what the fuck are kids into these days? Jesus, what is happening? so out there about that, man. <laughs> It's, no. it's a good bit of contrast between like other people's reactions to them and their internal thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't be so out there with, with that, but you shouldn't necessarily as well be uh, feeling like you're fucking uh, withdrawn about your interests, you know. And as well, yeah, uh, yeah. taste and interests and how you people are, are open about them they change over time. Um, that's probably an internet thing or just have you have access to more people and more viewpoints kind of a thing mm, and mm. things that seem like you know, oh it's mysterious so it's weird or it's kind of icky um but context for people who will say no 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 this is my experience with it it's a lot like this it's like oh i see i had the wrong idea about that yeah yeah uh, not to say you should be from this but just having very lot of conversations about your latest erotic <laughs> video game you're playing out in the street <laughs> but you know the sentiment <laughs> is what we're going for here yeah yeah uh, and Marin is like thinking as well. Oh, like maybe I should kind of, you know, not be fucking like uh, considering the way this is making him feel as well. I'm fine with this, but he's a bit more reticent about it. So maybe I'm kind of, you know, throwing it all like a spotlight onto him that maybe he doesn't want. So I should probably be careful about yeah, that. Yeah, she's being careful about kind of pushing him. Um, and it's at the end of that episode where uh, she, he says like, oh, when 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 how often do these cosplay things happen? She's like, oh, this one happened in like two weeks. And he's like. I can't fucking make a dress in two weeks, which leads us to our next episode uh, mm. where he's freaking out about that. But he goes home with the the shopping and the grandpa's like, oh, you came back really late. What was up? Uh, he's like, oh, sorry, I forgot the ring. I was going out shopping with a friend. He's like, oh, fantastic. You got a friend. I'm so fucking happy. What did you get? Did you get like any cool books or any interesting stuff? And the bag spills over and there's like lingerie. And shit. Lingerie. He's like, and he, he's so shocked that he falls down and hurts his hip. So he has to be taken to the hospital. It's very minor. <laughs> Like they just say, oh, keep a compress on it, try and try and stay off yeah. your feet. Just saying, say that I don't go to this, and 
Hmm. So he's no one walking like he's up the walls with this because uh, Grandpa's injured. Grandpa, uh, no, she's like my mother. That yeah, he's got two weeks to finish this dress and the fucking the midterms. I think is it midterm test to run. Yeah, now, he's got up in his head that uh, yeah, he's got to finish his dress in two weeks for sure. And he's trying to be the people pleaser. He's trying to start everybody out and get everything done. Yeah, and he's just fucking burning it. Not just a bolt, he's from burning it fucking fucking three or four or five minutes at that. Yeah, uh, the, and obviously our girl is kind of like freaking out because he's like, hey, he's not fucking talking to me. He seems to be like avoiding me and shit. It's like, what's what's kind of going on? Because she has the conversation with about his grandpa and she assumes he's heading to visit his grandpa in hospital or at, at the uncle's place, that kind of thing to make sure he's OK. So she's worried about him because he's worried about his grandpa. But he's worried about so many fucking things at the same fucking time that, it, yeah, he's he's mm. running himself ragged. All right. Like, fun, he, like, he, he craters really hard. Yeah. Yeah. But it's an, I'm a failure. I'm fucking letting everybody down. I'm never going to be like a Hina doll painter. I'm never going to finish this dress. I'm going to fail at the big test. Yeah. Like everything. I think and, and he's going to disappoint this girl that he really likes. So, yeah. you know. I think, I think, I think it's back to fucking granddad. No, because even even though granddad is he's, he's laid up at the moment, he's saying, oh, we're bringing, bringing over changes. I'm bringing my, my, my brushes too. I've got to stay in practice because he remembers like, granddad, why do you do this every day? It's like, yeah, I do this every day. Isn't it hard? Yeah, it's fucking balls hard, kid. But... I gotta put and keep on it because it's what I'm passionate about. Even when I tear the guy power through, so if, if, if I let it off even one day, I'm gonna get rusty. Like you know, I'm gonna like need three more days to get back to where I was. So mm-hmm. I gotta keep on it, man. You know, even even when it gets tough, and he's like, "That's right, granddad. Even when it gets tough, I gotta fucking get up. I'm gonna fucking get this fucking inseam door right now. Scissors, scissors. I can't find the scissors. I don't need them. Just bite off the end of the thread and ended up. And then, fucking, he walks long through the night. Text to Marin, it's done. Sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> she comes over and he says, ah, he's, 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 he's completely fucked up, but he has a whole thing from finished all together. And he says, You want to you try? You got to try it on. You got to get it done so quickly. It's like, Oh, dude. I said there was one on in two weeks, but I didn't think it, I didn't mean to, meant to go to that one. I mean, like these things happen all the fucking time. So I just figured you'd be done when you were done and then we'll, we'll bring it to like the next one. Like I, I, I imply, I didn't mean to imply that, but that's the way you picked it up. And I'm like, she's really distraught. She's like crying that he yeah. pushed himself this hard when he was going through some shit. Cause his grandpa went to fucking prison, went to prison. His grandpa went to prison. <laughs> oh God. Just... <laughs> yeah. I missed that bit. Uh, his grandpa was in hospital and that kind of thing. Or again, it was just like a minor injury, just like a shock at seeing lingerie, basically, <laughs> which is a silly reason to end up in hospital. But I've injured myself over stupider. Um, but yeah, um, so he's got, and he's trying to kind of console her. It's like, no, it's it's okay, it's cool. Uh, I tell you what, since you're here, like, and I mean, I get to get the measurements right and everything, to make sure, see if anything needs taken in. Do you want to try it on? So he's trying to get her to like calm down with it. Um. So she tries on the dress. We get some pervy shots of her because we have to fucking contractually get obligated to get one or two fucking of those in an episode. Um, yeah, it's turned out real good. Hmm. Where does my catch the eye of that uh, that cosplay on, on on not Instagram? We're looking up as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, she looks she looks like always oh, playing like these kind of more petite girls. She could be like you know a middle school. She could even be like fucking like a primary school kid. I don't know. She's actually high school. I I I think she's like older than the two of them. It's just like you know this this the short one. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
But the guy, yes, now this he's obviously you know he he can do these things at full size. You know if he it takes his one ball is hard, of course, like he you can comply him. So uh, I kind of wish the lesson they kind of took from it is he he has to own up to her and say it's like, hey, I can't finish the thing, and she's like, dude, it's fine. But it ended up doing this like, no, you got to work on through, and then apologize later for working on through or. Yeah, I, the message I don't think was particularly great, but yeah, it was still like a good episode overall. As it's, 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 I think it's like uh, more for him to be be assertive about things. Yeah, she yeah. she was pressing him a little bit about like, oh, what do you think about this cosplayer? She's pretty good, right? I'm saying pretty good. Oh, oh, we scared him off. Oh no. <laughs> Hmm. I wonder what happened. I don't know. Uh, we'll keep going just in case. Uh, uh, are you recording as well, or uh, are you? Yeah. All right. If you're recording, that'll be enough. Anyways, you uh, try to like, press him a little bit on, you know, uh, on did this cosplay is pretty good? If I said, yeah, beautiful. Uh, hmm. I'm not, not not what I would use now. We're talking about he and the dolls, then that's something I think. No, I think that, that we get one good ones of those, they're okay, kind of it. So, I beautiful is not a word I use too lightly, if you know what I mean. And she says, mm. That's cool, man. You got some things that you won't budge on, you know, and that's what makes you like a quality, a quality tailor, a quality cosplay maker, you know? Yeah. Um, mm. Well, the stream crapped out when my internet disconnected. Uh, oh, you're yeah. yeah. to go. Connection went all together. Okay, it um, did. I'm still Briefly, recording, though, so. which makes me think that um, it is external, not internal, because uh, it was like uh, service. No service was the message. It wasn't like oh, it, that's so weird. I was connected yeah. to the router. Fine, but there was no service coming through to the yeah, router. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get you you get the uh, default gateway not available error. I get, I get that sometimes. Don't know. Don't know exactly what it said. I could check the log, but that's probably for after the podcast. Um, anyway, I'm back here now, so let me start a new stream that's identical to the. Actually, it's probably not worth it. They can check the. Uh, just the end of this end. one and Lupin, yeah. Yeah, uh, we're, we're pretty much done with it anyway. Um, um, yeah, but yeah, just just to sum up, like I I like the way it's again the standard thing of they have uh, their own very specific niche interests that align in this way, and they can they can appreciate each other's like um, interest in that. It's it's still playing it well despite sticking in a little bit of perviness. It's it's kind of the thing of um, yeah, just people uh, loving what they love and finding that connection through it. And it I think it does it's a good like, job of that. I think like uh, what you go on to get a little bit of that cheesecake in there, but as well like you know it's it's just it's just kind of puerile enough that they can just have be fun with it, and it's like no, oh, it's not that be the salacious thing. It's like you know it's sexy because it's like that, that's about the funniest thing we can put in put in there right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. And as well, the two of them come from a similar thing, like oh, oh, what kind of boys shouldn't be fucking playing around with dolls? That's how I think that boys do. And Mara, hmm. she's playing fun, sexy video games. That's not the thing that a girl should do, is it? It's but like... it's the thing they respect that each other are into. Yeah. Yeah. This kind of it... find the kind of gears. She's got fun, drag him up a bit, and she and he's got to chill her out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. Um, I'm hoping they kind of don't because they're kind of hinting at it. It's like, oh, they might will they won't they? And I'm hoping they don't drag that out too much because I hate it when things do that way too much. But 
Um, th- it works quite well. Um, they work quite well. It's going to be a thing where word gets out and say, "Oh, the hot new cosplay tailor in town, Wakanda Gojo." Yeah, to... from the <laughs> opening, it looks like that. Yeah. Have you got yeah. a Wakanda Gojo original? If you don't, you ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Next up is as my brain wonders how he's going to edit all this together next up <laughs> finally tonight is loop on the third part six episode 16 samurai collection it's more fashion uh, more fashion more fashion in which we meet gabby a internationally renowned fashion designer who has a habit of bringing strays home and this time, one of the strays she brings home is Goemon. So while while boating around the Arctic Circle for uh, inspiration, she sees a wandering samurai cutting down glaciers and accidentally get knocked into the water by a whale. And as as what happens when you save a samurai from getting knocked into Arctic oceans by a whale, he is now in service to you to star in your fashion show. As we all know. Yes. That's how it works. Goemon. So hot right now. <laughs> Like oh the fact God, they, they keep gorgeous. using that thing of him like walking, doing the pose, and walking back. They keep using that animation, but I was amused every fucking time. It's yeah, it's they just really very fun. they really get out. Uh, the, there's one the one track which they play throughout this episode. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, it gets a lot of use out of just re fucking use. It's like, well, now we'll just turn off the lights and change the colors. So he's he's doing the walk at night while also <laughs> training. For his fashion show, and it's a good I track because it it, yeah. it develops as you, we hear more of it as it goes yeah. along. Boy, mm. mm-hmm. I told you to be more intense when you turn left. Intense. <laughs> I told you to shave those sideburns. And the other good thing about this episode is the villains are Lupin and Fujiko. Oh, that's such <laughs> a good fucking turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like initially, I was like, "Wait, is the is the manager going to be a guy?" Because he's like giving out to her the whole time. It's like, no, he just wants the fashion show to go well. Basically, that's his concern. That is it. Yes. Hmm. Um, that manager is bringing... Carol Lagerfeld. I'd have you know, Lagerfeld. Lagerfeld. The only thing he denies her is large dogs. Um, and then we big... see a large dog later on in the episode. <laughs> that's a medium dog. That's no more than a but medium dog. He has dog. to walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's too uh, cute. You can't not. It is. This is just uh, there was like a hint of like uh, lascivious Lupin last week, but this one is like full. It's basically Fujiko agrees to fuck him if he goes and steals <laughs> all these clothes from this latest uh, fashion show. Yeah, because I think the deal with her fashion line is she makes these amazing designs and then they get destroyed immediately after. So they don't actually get sold, but if if they, yeah. some of them have been sold because they've been stolen, yeah. If, 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 I don't know if it's it, it destroyed right away, but it will definitely get ignored. But they're available. not sold. Not, available, not, yeah. not for sale, not available for, for, for public sale. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you know, it's dead there. Um, again. Uh, but have fun. All this, like, uh, walking has been doing. All this, like, no, focus and intensity. It's been good when training. It was like, no. Go for the posture, you know, his core is strong, you know, you can kind of stride into the, into, into the, into the woods. And, all and, and walking to the music has enhanced my hearing. It's just like amazing. Everything leads back to training. <laughs> and, like, and he kind of pops out of the woods and she's there with her car. It's like, hey, you good? And he's like, yeah, no, thanks. Thanks very much for all the training. It's like, was she taking Goemon out for a walk like she would one of her stray cats or dogs? And it's like, yeah, pretty much. Maybe. Amazing. But she, she she's also... Her muse, you know, if you saw something in him that inspired her, is you trying to like, come on, 
got to imbue that, got to convey that in my designs. Because he's and very I... frustrating because he refuses to wear anything other than his regular clothes, which is, um, God, what does he say? The regular clothes is my style. But then the sword yes. is like, we should put that this stick down life. for a fucking minute. This is my life. I can't ever put this down. What are you talking about? Yes. Mm. But it's when he realizes, oh, she's the same with fashion. Yeah. She has the same, she works the, sa- to, uh, the same kind of difficulty and hardness that he does into training to be an assassin. <laughs> We're both trying to take something. It's all seems to be like, like outside of our grasp, but we got to kind of press on regardless. So we've got to be focused mm. on the goal. We might never achieve it, but we always got to keep working towards whatever it is. It's like, yeah, ah, yeah. yes, the, that intangible, unknowable thing that, 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 that drives you, that burns within you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I'm ready to walk. And then we got that fashion show. We got at the Gabby from Spring, Summer, and Winter collection. Uh, uh, Zenigala has looked at this fashion show. I was like, "This is exactly the kind of thing Lupin would do earlier on." So he's at the fashion show. I again, I like the implication that his partner is gay because he knows every fucking designer, every celebrity at this yeah, fucking thing. He's like, "Oh my god, he's so excited!" Chief, check it out. It's from Vivian, the famous movie star. Zenigala's going, "Yeah, yeah." Where is Lupin? Where is Lupin? Which of these motherfuckers is Lupin in disguise? Oh, he's the guy dressed as a camel. <laughs> it's <laughs> such an obvious disguise, then I gotta. Uh, but uh, yeah, while he while Goemon is doing the, um, I guess the like Middle Eastern line of clothing. Um, yeah, hmm. Lupin has shown up dressed as a camel, and Goemon's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" It's like, I don't know, whatever. But he keeps doing the loop with him. They keep changing costumes and having this conversation. It's very good. Um, yeah. Dresses <laughs> yeah. dogs and cats at some stage. Um, <laughs> I guess maybe she might have like an offshoot of like you know clothing for pets. Uh, here's something you could dress up your dog in. I mean, like that that film Cats was very popular. So yeah, sure. That that's that's why that's why the dress is that. That's high fashion feline now. Feline realness tonight. <laughs> but she's inspired uh, hmm. all these shenanigans of. Uh, things exploding and, uh, and Lupin dicking about on stage consistently, like ah, Aurora Borealis. So she's she's making fashion on the fly. She's saying to the manager, "It's like here, we're changing the tunes and we're changing the visuals. Um, we're 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 fashion off the rails, baby." Um, which is obviously Lupin is taking the time to unveil his hovercraft. What the hell is that thing, Doctor? It's like a Giant drone, isn't it? It's like a drone. Because there is a regular drone that Fujiko's piloting. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's fun. It's got to choose. This is hoovering up all the things off the rack. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it did feel very old, oh, time volcano kind of almost. It's like, oh, yeah, like yeah. It's very cartoony, Lupin. Uh, while he's like pulling all the things off the rack on a single rope and Goemon's trying to stop him, uh, Fujiko's just hoovering them all up on her drone. Um, but yeah, forget to mention that Goemon did go like, okay, I'm going to take your fashion show seriously. And he gave her his life. He gave her the sword yes. to hang on yeah. to, which she passes back to him in order to cut that Lupin drone up and also cut all his clothes off because Oops. that's what he does. Yes. Yeah. Hardcore nudity. <laughs> it's, it's been a while since Lupin has been uh, humiliated via having his clothes removed mm. Um, mm. in this modern. This felt very much more like a part two. Yeah, yeah, mm. like a lot of fun, very, very bouncy and cartoony. Mm. Yeah, these these ones are always mirrors for the writers. One saying, "Well, we we know what your part is. What what's your, what's your favorite part of the of the Luke Band franchise is for sure." Uh, 
one of the, one of the most um, formative for you as a writer was around this time. Yeah, so, the the writer just has not written much, though they did write four episodes of Garrow Vanishing Line, so... Okay. Uh, I think there's a couple of them, yeah. Seen they've worked on, but like, when, whenever, whenever there's somebody who's like, they've not written much, I'm like, do they just occasionally... I know there are people who just occasionally dip in and write anime as like almost a hobby rather than a career. Right. I also, right. I'm also always like, are you just a pseudonym? <laughs> are you just mm. a pseudonym? Yeah, yeah. You just want the paycheck. Do they it's write fine. for do they write for a real TV? Or yeah, some, exactly. Or some other kind of uh, creative uh, field altogether. And they just want to be paid for this particular thing. Not that they were doing a bad job, but just they don't want their name associated with it kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, next week is win or lose in zero point one seconds. Good old Lupin, can you defeat the security system episode? Yeah. Yeah. It's the yeah. best security system in the world. Again, can he defeat it? Again, probably. Um, <laughs> well, we're getting a couple in a row here that are like, oh, we have we've seen this episode type come up. Yeah, yeah, like, like a classic kind of um, like the classic format for a particular kind of caper, uh, a particular um, you know your Jigen kind of episode. And this, well, I wouldn't say this is a particular Goemon episode. I like the cartooniness of it all. There are, there were loads of ones that like going on is thrust into a situation or like one saying, I already know how to be a samurai. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't do anything about this. But I'm saying, hmm. yes, but why if you could apply that mindset, that methodology, that philosophy to this thing I have? One saying, actually, I can. Yes, actually, it's a lot like being a samurai. In fact, when you get down to it, everything's like being a samurai if you, if you look at it a certain way. Mm-hmm. It's all part of training. Samurai, yeah. you know, about focus, about dedication, about repetition. It's about <laughs> <laughs> podcasting in a way. It's about focus, about dedication, about repetition. I like. Right um, there was a, so many good uh, jokey bits in this, but I did like going on talking with the other male models. It was like, do you not have, have a fucking clue what her stage directions are? They're like, we don't have a fucking clue, going on. <laughs> it's just they're just like his mates at work. It was very good. Righty-ho, that is it for this week. My mind has already wandered in to try to figure out my root of problems uh, <laughs> and also how we're going to edit this podcast together. But uh, we'll be back here again next week on Wednesday for more. Let's go. Goodbye. Bye. Mind yourselves. <laughs>